This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single Podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the book, This Is Why You're Single. Every week here on the podcast, we highlight a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is you're too nice. Yes. That can actually happen. Mm-hmm. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news, how sad music affects you, and why some couples have more sex than others. Then we're diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest. He is one of my new favorite people. He plays Alana Glazer's bubbly, stoner, flamboyant roommate, Jaime, on Broad City. He has a lead role in the upcoming Ang Lee film, Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk. He plays a doctor in the upcoming Amy Schumer film. We just found that out today. We are so excited. And he stars in his own Comedy Central web series, Alternatino. Guys, welcome Arturo Castro to the Rad Pad. This is why you're single podcast. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Your hair looks awesome. Thanks. I I meant to say it earlier. It's pink. Laura has pink hair. How long will it be pink for, Laura? I... Well, the day I got it done, I I tried to make an appointment to dye it back to brown. But I'm now... And I'm kind of digging it. Yeah, it's cool. Are you going to keep it? Um, maybe I don't know. Maybe. Nick wants me to keep it. Oh. But... That's nice. Yeah. he, He likes it more than i do <laughs> um i don't know you guys will see it in our promo picture we'll take a selfie we'll take with a arturo and we'll post it on our insta hi i'm arturo nice to meet you hello arturo hello. hey there's that voice oh no 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 you're yeah. doing it you're doing the high no, the high voice no <laughs> it just comes out sometimes you know because it, it is based on like i i kind of used to talk that way when i first moved to the states and sometimes when i'm just like really tired or you know kind of inebriated I, it comes out so sometimes I'll be like hey can you hand me the tequila please but like, you know, so his register is a little higher so you right. know but it's not like something foreign to me so if it, if it pops out every now and then it was an accident no so, I, <laughs> I get, that's like when I get angry I my Long Island accent comes out show me and I start to sound like Fran Drescher no <laughs> I've heard that I've heard that accent before Laura <laughs> people that meet you Arturo they're surprised to find out that you don't have an accent yes. and that you're not gay because because you're just such a natural Jaime. Right. A barely not gay. Like barely. <laughs> like barely. Like, We're there all was somewhere a, on the spectrum. But yeah, that's but like, true. I just, you know, yeah, barely. I mean, barely. Yeah, but thank you. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if that's a... Oh, thank you for saying that I'm, I'm natural. I like... As, as one time you described Jaime to me as a puppy... Yeah, and, yeah. You, it was two things. One of them was a puppy, and that. And then once you said that, I was like, that makes so much sense. I just think he has this. Like, what I love about Jaime, and he's definitely a part. Like, there's definitely a, a huge part of me that is Jaime, and it's like, it reminds me of when I first moved to New York, which is like everything seems so like wonderful and like <laughs> wide-eyed and new, you know. And like right. when I approach him, like I mean, you've seen him this season be way more like assertive about the things that he wants, he, things that he doesn't want. But like Jaime is kind of all love and that's what puppies are. You know, they're just kind of like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I, I woke up, everybody. <laughs> hey, everybody <laughs> like I woke good. up, this is awesome, you know? And so I guess that's why I would describe him that way. But it, it, in, in another sense, it's just like so so awesome to play a character that's so so happy, you know, and that, that loves his friends and loves, loves just loves being alive and dressing well and having a good time, you know? He's one of, I think, everyone's favorite characters That's on why. the show. 
I know. He's, he's all sunshine and rainbows. It's true though. And when we, you first moved to New York, everything is exciting. I remember mm-hmm. my first job was at a magazine in Times Square and people were like, that sucks. You have to go to Times Square. <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? I walk out of the subway into a postcard. Yeah. This is, I am living the dream. TRL <laughs> is in Times Square. It was. It's not anymore. But it doesn't yeah. exist anymore. Now, it, now, now there's exists. dirty Elmo. But at the time, it was it was like the most... Yeah, there's gross... <laughs> They've replaced Carson with Daly. Pervy, yeah, yeah, with yeah. pervy Elmo, for sure. Yeah. Uh I, you know, when I first moved here, one of the, one of the culture shocks was definitely like, you're so much light all the time, you know? But I, oh, I, about speaking about TRL, I aged myself the other day with my girlfriend because I was like, oh yeah, just take the, the NQW, the uh, NRW. And she's like, what do you mean the, the W? I was like, oh <laughs> no yeah. The, I was like, oh shit, the W doesn't exist anymore. When no I was your age. It's coming back though, or some train is coming back. Really? This conversation is only relevant to our New York listeners. Yeah, sorry guys, but anyway. Hot, they're, hot they're, news. Sorry to that here. person that I'll, emailed us from Switzerland the other day. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a while ago there was this train called the W, and it was a wonderful train, and then it died a miserable, lonely death. Yeah. And then, and now nobody knows about it, so I told my right. girlfriend about it, and she's like, oh, <laughs> shit, you're old. Okay, thanks, honey. Speaking of girlfriend, we got that out right. of the way. This podcast is called This Is Why You're Single. For those of you out there, Arturo, unfortunately, for you ladies, is not <laughs> single. Right. But he, uh, or for you men who thought he was gay. <laughs> right. He has the wisdom of a taken man. He does. Yes. He knows how to get to that point. How did you meet your, your lady? Uh, I met her at a party. Uh, she's French. And uh, my friend used to live in the East Village. Okay, it's like, she's already so hot. She's like, right. she's so cool. French. She's a French filmmaker and photographer. Oh, oh. And her oh. first, uh, I know. Does she wear a beret? Uh, no, but she wears hats all the time. <laughs> oh my God. And her first short film went to Cannes, the Cannes Film Festival, which I thought was super impressive. So when I met her, mm-hmm. ladies, I don't mean to brag about how good I am no, picking, up women, uh, picking up women, but... You picked up a winner. No, I... Put my eye on her, I hit on her, and snap! Eight months later, we made out. It took me eight <laughs> fucking months because she yes. thought, hey, she thought it was gay f- when she first met me. And this was pre Broad right. City. Oh. So uh. I'm telling you, I'm barely not. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, I fucking love your dress because I literally love women's right. clothes. Well, I'm you sorry. have a, like a genuine zest for life, which I don't know why do, why does that, <laughs> why does that strike Typical people strength. as like, yeah, like gay men? I don't know. It's like, uh, what, straight listen, men can't be uh, happy and joyful? It, no, it, I mean, it's flattering because it seems like you're, like, the way I associate it is, uh, oh, you're cultured, you have a good taste, and you're a nice person. Yeah, <laughs> like, basically. Right? Like, well, thanks. Basically. But, you know? <laughs> but anyway, so eight months later, uh, we, because we were dating people, uh, different people at the time, and then we, yeah, we, we met, and we fell in love, and then now we're, we just moved in together. We've been together for wow. three years. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, how has that process been? Because um, <sighs> yeah, we talked Angela about over here is thinking about making the jump. Yes. What? I've never lived with a significant other before, and it's definitely exciting, but also there's a lot of stuff you have to give up. Sure. You know? Um, like, for me, you, you know, it's definitely stressful at times, you know, especially because, like, mm-hmm. All my furniture left, and we just bought new furniture. Right. We had to buy new furniture and, and all this. But on the other hand, like you discover really interesting things about the pre- the person that you're with. For example, my girlfriend, she's like five foot one, you know, uh, but she's incredible. She's way more of a handyman than I am, right? <laughs> so, so she's, she build, she likes building shit. And she builds. Can I wow. curse on this, by the way? Yeah, shit is fine. Okay. Well. Um, so she's building shelves, and she like you know stains the wood, and she sands it, and she you know. And I remember uh, I was taking a shower because I used it's a two bedroom and I used to have uh, rent out the other bedroom to to a roommate. And I was taking a shower and I was like, oh, 
I can use the bath now. I, yeah. You know, let me just came. It's cool. So I started taking a bath. And you can just hear my girlfriend going, <laughs> could you keep it down? I'm trying to have a bubble bath in here. It was just kind of like, well, see. So it's, a little role reversal. It was, I mean, I really suck at, at building things, but uh, it's been great. It's really, I mean, you're, it feels really adult and it feels like the natural next step. So yeah, I don't think there's anything that scary about it. It is very adult, though. It is very adult. Okay, wait, let's recap your girlfriend. She's French. She is a handy woman who can do it all. She had a film. Her first film went to Cannes. She photographs... and uh, she photo- and yeah, she's she, five one, and she and she's, she's, and she's like, pick her up easy. Yeah, yeah she's yes, like- <laughs> exactly. Okay, so you picked a winner. I feel like we get a lot of emails from listeners that are like, "I really like this girl, but we're just friends. Like, how do I take something right. to the next step?" And it took you eight months. So, what what from your experience can you tell people who are who are like, "Okay, this is my who dream are girl." To get out of the friend zone. Yeah, yeah, or they're or they're like, "This is this is my dream girl." Which clearly your girlfriend sounds like. Yeah, no, definitely she's, she's the she's, shit. Like it's 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 funny because it it seems like you you in life you you get the partner that you that you've earned for that mm-hmm. period of life. Like if she had come before when I was just this wild dude in my early twenties, like I wouldn't have been a, known what to do with such a such a cool girl. But like now, and, and besides, I was I was broke back then. So she she came <laughs> at the same time the Broad City came. So she, you know, thankfully skipped the struggle and all this. And so we started living the cool things together. And I think it's because, you know, I was just ready for it in that time. Um, how do you get out of the friend zone or how do you – I just think you shouldn't have – you should really try to convince yourself to not have ulterior motives. Like if this girl is a dream girl, like instead of like putting yourself in situations where you're like, tonight's the night. Like tonight's <laughs> the night. I'm going to make my move and she's going to – like we're totally going to make out. But like I'm just going to you know invite her out as friends and then we're going to make out. Like if you – the problem with thinking like that is that you already keep a secret from her, right? You have, mm-hmm. a, you have an agenda, right? As opposed to just being like, wow, this is a really awesome girl and I'm just going to like try to let it develop as much as I can. So all you can really do in life in general is be – the flawed version of you that you are, right? So if you start trying to change, you're like trying to like change your plans in order to like get this girl to get like you. It's never going to work, you know, because then you're giving somebody a false version of yourself. So I would just say, I mean, it's a it's a marathon, man. It's not it's not going to happen overnight. <laughs> it took me eight months, and I thought of my mm-hmm. I, I thought I was a, I'm Latin. I thought I was pretty good at picking up women. <laughs> That's completely uh, against. Uh, you didn't against give that. up. I didn't That's give up, and part. I just. I just I was just there for her and like let her know let her know where I stood and eventually she was like all right cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough balance between like yeah, not giving up and being like, you know what? I I think I could have something special with this girl, but then right. also like knowing when like someone's not into you to like right. not creep them out. Well, it's I mean, so you didn't give up, but I'm sure you weren't like in her face for no. 8 months, which believe it or not, people don't like. <laughs> no, I wasn't in her face, but I I mean, but we we were hanging out just as friends and yeah. then one night we just made out and i was like oh sweet but uh i yeah i think it's it's definitely a long long game and you shouldn't get frustrated but it's good to let your feelings be known yeah because at least you at least Can't you regrets. know do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like at least you know at least you're not like wasting her or your time like just be like listen i like you you don't need to do anything about it i'm just here if it's cool and if it's not well whatever you know right it's so easy to say that, but it's so hard. I know when you're it's going so hard it. when you're in it. It's interesting that you said that things worked out when you both started to have success. And I don't think it's a thing where people are even, yes, people are like attracted to people that are successful. But I think more than that, it's 
they're attracted to people that have confidence and that right. are that feel good about themselves. Like you hear the cliche, you can't make somebody happy until you're happy with yourself. But even That's more true. than that cliche, what I find uh, is I find that people that don't feel good about where they're at in life even if they meet somebody that's awesome and that person is into them and that person's okay with seeing them through their struggling phase, they they don't feel good about themselves. So they look down at somebody that does. They're like, well, I don't even like right. me. If you like me, you yeah. must have really bad judgment. So, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So tough, I think that that's it? what it is. Like you, you fuck up you relationships. Emanate, you emanate like I don't deserve it, right? Yes. And that's that's never a good point to be at, but you're right. And I just, I think, you know, to your point about like success or whatever, it's not so much success to me. It's just like you need to admire the person that you're with. Yes. And so if you see if you see that even if they're not successful yet, like she could see that there is tenacity in me, and that like mm-hmm. I wasn't going to give up until I like got what I wanted uh, in in my career, not in not with her. <laughs> um, then I think she responded to that, and I responded to her talent and to her drive. You know, so I just I don't think you both have to be successful. You just have to see something in each other that. That you're at least trying. Yeah, because you know I don't right. want people ambition. listening. Yes. Like ambition, ambition. is attractive. Yeah. No and matter or, what you're ambitious towards, it can be it, anything. And you could have like just a normal job. It's right. not like you have to I don't want people thinking back at home like, well shit, I gotta get on Broad City <laughs> to get to get my dream girl because that's not uh, not everybody's Arturo I mean, Castro. It, w- it wouldn't hurt. <laughs> it I'm probably sure. wouldn't hurt. But no, I think it's just somebody that is happy with where they're at in life. If if they're they're uncomfortable with where they're at and they're yeah. not satisfied, like ambition to get what you want even yeah. if that's just like cool nine to five and like going to the beach on the weekend like well that's the thing you know like to me there's I've, especially when i decided to i came from guatemala i didn't speak much english and i didn't know anybody but there, for me there was never a plan b you know like mm-hmm. to me anything you do in life you gotta you gotta go full on <clears throat> because the thing is once you have safety nets or once if there's something you'd rather be doing then just go do that if, if you're like half into something just try something else mm-hmm. but Life and, and whatever uh, you, career you decide is going to kick you around, man. In order to get to where you want to be, it's going to kick you around and it's gonna, you're going to feel like shit. You're going to be in that place where you feel you don't deserve good things. Because it's so – especially in New York that's so competitive. You're like, fuck, yes. everybody's doing awesome. <laughs> and here I am in my shitty basement – you know, just like, okay, maybe I'm playing video games. Maybe that's cool. I, I <laughs> yeah. love FIFA. And I, and and I, know, I, I know, yeah, Nick does too. Yeah. <laughs> but to me, there was never like, I at one point after school, I decided to aim for number one because if you aim for Marlon Brando and you land at Christian Bale, then it's like, oh, that's not bad. You <laughs> that's know? not bad. That's or not Cristiano Valo or whatever <laughs> yeah. the Spanish Is that how they is. say it? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> um, yeah, I like all that. Um, I know, that was all very inspirational. I'm going to like pivot a little bit because I know a lot of our mm-hmm. listeners are just big Broad City fans. Oh, cool. Um, and Thanks for watching, guys. By the way, Broad City has the best fans in the world. Dude. Oh, they're the coolest. They have the coolest fans. You know, it, it's such a gift to see. Like, just people, like... Uh, people from all walks of life, you know, just like are into Broad City of all ages, but they're also so kind coming up to you, you know, mm-hmm. it's all love. So you can never be mad at it, you know? Yeah. There's two right here. Thank yeah. you, girls. Two right here. I think it's because like everybody watches that show and they're like, I could be friends with them, yeah. but they seem like my friends. Like, yeah. So then they just go up to you and pretend like they're your friends. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> you know? I'm trying to think what they would want to know from you about Broad City. I mean, you always yeah. like the like behind the scenes stuff. When I interviewed you for People Magazine, you told me a funny, a fun story about how Alana 
went with you to a wedding and crashed a wedding with you. Yeah, I did love that story. I mean, she didn't crash. I mean, she was she was invited through me, but yeah, we we went down. She went down to one of them. She didn't know the wedding party. She did not know the wedding party. <laughs> Plus one. Oh no, oh, dude, I was so. And I, to be honest, it was Alana and her boyfriend. Yeah, but oh, I bar- like. I knew the couple that was getting married. Like we'd been friends. Now we're really good friends. But at the time, <laughs> I'd only known for like six months. And I like invited Alana, her boyfriend, my girlfriend, and two other friends. To that. And they were like, she was like her his plus like four. three and four. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Was this after the show had aired. No, that's so the, she the was aired. and the wedding party. Crazy girl with the big hair. The, yeah, the wedding mean, party didn't know Broad City. Right. No, no, I mean in Guatemala, most people don't. But like the wedding right. party was all from New York. But still, like we we just shot the first season, and it was going to air that January. So this was in December. It was going to air that January. So we did have that. We went to my uncle's beach house, and we had this moment. Where I, I had this moment where I was like, "What's gonna like? What's gonna happen like yeah. in a month? Like what? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we we had no idea. We had a feeling, you know, but like we had no idea." how it was going to take shape. So it was very exciting, like calm before the storm sort of moment down in Guatemala. So it was, yeah, the backdrop was beautiful, you know? I like, yeah. I liked that story. I don't know. Do you have any other broad city questions? Hmm. I know. What's your favorite Jaime moment? Favorite. Oh, I loved shooting uh, citizenship because we were on a boat for like three days and you got to wear the cool contacts. Oh my God. They're so fucking painful. They really are. They looked like a, they were what? American flags, American flag <laughs> contacts. Yeah. And like, we like, you know, like we, we it, it took a couple of tries because like they kept breaking inside my eye. Oh wow. I've my never, God. Cause I've never had contacts and I'm just like so clumsy at it. I guess we should, we should preface. So for people that if you're on another planet and don't know what Broad City is, it's an amazing show on Comedy Central. And uh, yeah. And there's an episode where, where I, we celebrate me getting my citizenship yes. by going on a, on a boat party. Mm-hmm. But, so we were on a boat for three days uh, straight and we just got to see the most beautiful views. And it was like, you'd shoot. And in between, you know, on sets and in the studio, you usually just like take a break, go to the green room or whatever. And now if you take a break, you just go, yeah. you know, go up and see the Statue of Liberty or like, oh, there's this beautiful sunset going on, you know? Cool. So it was, was the Jaime episode. It was a Jaime episode for sure. There tends to be like a, at least one per season. I think mm-hmm. this season was the rat pack episode i can't remember what it's called yes rat pack is, is a rat pack I can't that's remember. the one where they have when, the rat in the rat house? party rat party perhaps i can't, yeah. I can't remember what it's finally called but yeah they're so generous in giving me like uh, like they gave they give jaime a, a little showcase each season which is really really cool and i and i love shooting with this episode with her uh i'll tell you a funny story about the the rat pack episode okay we had this uh, so there were our actual rats in the rat pack episode oh, no. spoiler alert <laughs> Uh, and there was this lady rat handler, but she was very intense with the rat, you know? So, so like when the rat was getting kind of frisky, she would come over and she'd be like, Sylvia, Sylvia, we're going to talk about this later. We're going to, and, oh, and I'm like, oh. my God. But so Abby and I start like losing our shit, like losing our, but then the coverage is on me and I'm like talking to Abby and like, Abby's Abby Jacobson. Abby for Jacobson, yeah. yeah. And, uh. And so it's, I can't, I, I ruined about three or four takes. So I could not <laughs> oh, fucking no. stop laughing. It's just because it's like not even like an exotic animal. It's just like, it's not like she was a sloth handler or <laughs> yeah. something. They were little rats. Yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. I, I love the, I love the intense, serious, like she's doing like the Meisner technique with the rat. I was just wondering like what they talk about when they get home. Like, yeah. you know, what, yes. what are, like Sylvia will talk about it when we get home. What are you going to talk about? <laughs> I didn't appreciate your behavior today, so like I said, <laughs> you need to uh, work on your listening skills. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'd say that was a good uh, behind-the-scenes yeah, yeah, story. Um, okay, on that note, should we move into what's in the news? Yeah. yeah. 
Angela, what have you been reading about in the news? Okay, so I was reading your favorite, Science of Us. I love Science of Us, New York Magazine. Uh-huh. And, uh, they just have a lot of good dating stories, they too. They do. This is like sort of related to dating. So we've all like had breakups and listened to really sad music. Adele's Hello. Adele's Hello is a class. Any Adele song, really, can Basically. get you All of Adele's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so they were talking about people that have this like visceral reaction to music that like your hair stands up and you get like a shiver. Like, have you guys ever like been like affected by like a song? I mean, emotionally affected. I don't think I've physically, I don't think I've gotten goosebumps. So there is a small majority of people that experience this thing called frisson when they listen to a sad song like that. And it's a skin orgasm. What? What? Yes. what? So you guys have never had a skin orgasm? No. Because between 55 and 86% of people have. What? They, they need to get that Wait, like, down. What is They're not sure. But this is, this is something to do. This is like an ear skin, like ear. So like, it's like a react. It's it can, not it can something also be to from do. an image. Like you can look at a sad image or you can hear a sad song and you get like, it's not just goosebumps, but it's goosebumps. And then they describe it as, um, wait, hold on, let me find it. It's uh, a phenomenon where you feel a chill, shudder, tingling, or tickling, usually starting in the upper back and neck and spreading all over your body. So wait, more than half of people experience this, and I've yes. never talked about this with anybody. Yeah. And they think there's three of us in the room, so I one of us should have out. this. Yeah, we, I just, yeah. I mean, maybe we have like you know how like you can have like a tiny orgasm. <laughs> Maybe. Like I a, have not like once a, had an orgasm listening to a song. Like me just, neither. Just from like a sound. I mean, I feel like, I mean. Just, I mean you just you get this? About, maybe. Maybe. I'm trying to think of like a song. So they did a test on people where they played uh, songs of the 80, 80s band Air Supply. <laughs> um, and people so were experiencing wrong. these skin what? orgasms. That is but so they, fucked up because that's my mother's favorite band. No. Like, oh, stop it. Your my mom, mom might be susceptible to air supply. You just music. Get, if she if she gives a little shiver, I really like, don't want to think about this. But yeah, <laughs> wow. all right. So, but air- they said the the result of the study was they realized that it's related to a personality trait. So people that are open to fantasy, open to new ideas, and open to new values are more likely to have a skin orgasm. Wait, I'm I am all of those things. But I I wish we had some air supply to play. So we should just blast. What, what is what is one air supply? Can you name? Are one? they like? They're not like. Do your mom's favorite songs? You should know. Sing us one. Know. No, I have no idea. Love, I'm so lost. I don't want to get sued if we play. Is that them? I mean, that seems like the kind of song they would. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. How did you feel when I did that? I there's a tingling. Nothing happened up my spine and down my ankles, and now I am complete. Now I don't feel left out. So it's just something to look out for next time you guys are like going through a breakup, looking at old. It could be from a picture. Of an ex, it can be from a sad song. So it's like it's not a good orgasm. No. This is a sad it's orgasm. Just like an emotional. It's like a cry. Maybe it's like a crygasm. Have you ever had a crygasm? No. no. What are any what are of these, these yeah. things? You guys have never had a crygasm. I had one once. I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> what is a crygasm? Uh, please, so you can't tell us you had a crygasm and then not like explain. Because, like, I guess if you have like a lot of stuff going on emotionally, and then you like have the release of an orgasm, then you cry, and then you scare the hell out of the person. And you're having sex with. <laughs> oh, the, the crying after the orgasm. I right. thought that it's, you were crying like, and that induced. No, it's like simultaneous. That oh, induced I think your dog is having a crygasm. I think yeah. she's having a crygasm. Um, so wow. I'm just That's an emotional. I haven't had be an for, open emotional person. Through sound, but you, you know, to me, scent is very like, because mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's the one, in, it's the strongest uh, sense, right? Because 
it's involuntary, right? Like a song, you have to really try, try to listen to it in order to get into it. Right. A taste, you know, but taste and uh, I'm sorry, taste and and smell or something that immediately gets you back. Haven't you ever walked by a person and they're wearing the same perfume or the same cologne yes. that somebody else and you're like, whoa, fucking hello, 1999. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, it, it's yeah. interesting. Angel, when they're Angel? wearing Angel. Aqua di Gio was my when I was a kid. Uh, that's, that's old school. That's old school. Yeah. But you know, when I was when I was a kid, I, whenever I got scared, I would hide in the suitcases, right? Whenever I was scared for oh. whatever reason. And it's because I really realized it later that the smell of it reminded me of Disney World. Because every time we'd oh, get those suitcases sweet. out, it meant that we were going to Disney World, you know, on yeah. Orlando. And so to me, scent, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know that you could get a <laughs> orgasm. Say, then did you have an orgasm? No, I, I mean, I was too young. <laughs> I can't remember. But thank you for opening my eyes to crygasms and, and orgasms. It's just fascinating. Yeah, our very, senses, our senses I have think real you effect relate on to this. Um, I do. A lot. All right. Well, I know a lot I more want, about you now. Yeah. I feel I feel close. Careful to you. when we're listening to air supply. <laughs> right. Stay away. I will. I'm gonna need a moment. Never play that <laughs> if we can actually remember any of their songs. Okay. Um. All right. What's what are you reading about? I was also reading New York Magazine. This is an article by Drake Bayer. They okay. everyone that writes for Science of Us has cool names. Yeah. Uh, okay. This is why some couples have so much more sex than others. Um, and. They did this study and they said that it really depends a lot on the woman's personality and less of the guys, specifically the the woman's personality. If she's a super curious person about life and is easy to be around, it is more likely that the couple is getting laid or says this new study by some psychologists at Florida State University. So what they did was they had a bunch of participants keep sex diaries and take a personality test uh, called the Big their, their big five personality test, which is like a standard one people use. Previous studies have found that men want and initiate sex more than women. And this has prompted a lot of people to say like women are the gatekeepers of sex mm-hmm. because the men are always the one initiating sex. And a lot of traditionalists don't like that idea. But sadly, the authors found in their study that, that uh, their study supported that as well. The higher that the woman rated on openness to experience or agreeableness, the more the couple had sex. The husband's personality, on the other hand, was not a predictor of sexual frequency. So basically, mm. I think what this means is like the guys initiate sex. And if the girl is like a pretty like open person, that's like, like, yeah, whatever. I'm that's not like, doing anything else. <laughs> yeah, it's like DTS. I'm just listening to some air supply. It's <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Yes. Then um, I don't, do you guys find this to be the case? Well, I mean, as a we are women, and I think we have both initiated sex before. I don't think yes. only men initiate sex. No, no. I mean, I initiate sex, but there was another study that I read. I don't have it in front of me right now, but I'll probably read it next week. Uh, and it's about how men get like the desire to have sex out of nowhere, basically. True. And women are don't have that as much. Yeah. Women so are women are reactive, well, so they like- they're like basically like if you're doing something romantic or they like see your hot ass or like like something has to trigger the turn on oh, for women yeah. you right. know this isn't like a hundred percent of women but this is generally this is like what turns women on so women are more reactive to wanting to fuck whereas like guys just like could be like eating a donut and all of a sudden like get the urge to fuck like a woman right. would maybe need to like it's the weirdest thing yeah it really is. yeah, I mean, yeah. well men literally wake up in the morning with boners yes so they're really, like that goes away when you're older 
not because of your sex drive, but because it's, you know, it's literally it's blood, blood going yeah. through. You know. Oh, that's interesting. But like, you, you have to understand the morning wood has nothing to do with sexual desire. But still, it's, it's just still like, 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 oh, shit. I'm, you're like, but you want to ready. Sex. No, yes. but it's like, oh. It's ready to whoops. go. But when, you know, women are reactive. So it makes sense that like men would be initiating it more. It's not that women want to have sex left. It's just like, hey, you got to like do something to like turn us on. So it right. makes sense that they would maybe initiate less because if the guy's just like eating a donut, the woman's not going to like <laughs> look at him and be like, oh, hey, I want to like fuck that. You know? Uh, I don't know. I've, do you eat donuts very seen, sexy? Yeah. Do you eat donuts? You yeah, haven't seen me and my friends eat donuts. All right. Vaginal. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh my God. I just had I'm sorry. I just ruined donuts. No, that's great. Maybe. Uh, or made them better. But, but wait. So I'm curious about this though. Like, so, so what they're saying is that if the woman is more agreeable, then they'll have sex more. Well, if that's she's like a curious obvious. person that's open. I know. It seems like why would you need a study to say this? But if the woman's, right. like, if the woman's not agreeable, then she probably won't right. agree. To yes. Right. Um, I guess the part about the study is that it kind of confirms a lot of traditionalist ideas about about sex which i don't know how i feel about it but i can relate yeah it's so weird to think about chemistry but it has nothing to you know uh, what i've understood is it has nothing to do with uh you know physics beauty has very little to do with it sometimes you yes. know like sometimes yes. the, the urge to want to like sleep with your partner like comes from everything else about them you know what right. i mean yes. and, and sometimes you want there's part, partners that you've had in the past where you like you know, want to explore that a lot more and then less at other points, but it also fluctuates within relationships, especially longer term relationships. Right. Yeah. And I do believe that it, it is, if somebody's constantly reinventing themselves, if your partner is constantly reinventing yourself, you find yourself more attractive to this. you you find yourself more attractive to them because it's almost like you're attractive to a new, attracted mm-hmm. to a new person. I got to say, since right. I dyed my hair pink, Nick has been like up in my grill. Oh yeah. Well, there you go. So it's like, he's got a new girlfriend. He's whole... literally been like grabbing my butt and like up in my grill in the last two days. Well, yeah. more oh, than... You've only had it for two days. I've only had it for yeah. two days and he has been like all about me. Yeah. That's why I always joke. I like when my, when my boyfriend lets his beard grow out and then shaves. Cause yes. it's like having two boyfriends. Yes. I have like yeah, beardy boyfriend and like baby face boyfriend. <laughs> yes. I'm like, Oh baby grow... face, you're back. Yeah. Growing up Kendall. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 That's it's, it is. It's really interesting. Hmm. It is. I've I've also heard about sex. Like a lot of people, especially when you're in a relationship for a long time, you're like waiting for you both to want to have sex at the same time. Like you're hoping for this like spontaneous hot movie scene, like, like sex. And like that That doesn't happen. It's just like the chance of like both of you guys having like the exact same turn on unless you're like have planned this whole romantic night and like the lighting is set and you're like both looking hot. But for the most part, like you kind of just should start making out and then you both eventually in that wanna, scenario want to have sex. The foreplay is important. Yeah. Cause you sure. can't just like jump right in. I know it's hard, but they say like, just like, just like start having <laughs> sex and then like you guys will get turned on. Kind of, right? <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> I know that's weird. It makes no sense. But if you're like, just if you're waiting for the moment that you both at the exact same time want to have sex, like the exact same second, exact same minute, it's like not it's not as frequent. Sure. It's not as frequent. Yeah. Like when 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 the guy wants to have sex might be like an hour earlier than the girl wants to or whatever the case is. So just start fucking. I equate that to kind time. of like I might not be hungry, but if somebody like offers me like an ice cream cone, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> so that's actually same thing really. Yeah. I didn't know I was hungry, but I guess yeah, I was. I guess I was pretty hungry. <laughs> that's actually exact that is exactly yeah, what it analogy. is. I get Points it. For analogy. Great yeah. analogy. That makes sense. 
Uh, on that note, should we jump into the mailbox, guys? Yeah. There is a jingle for everything. And is it? Oh, should we talk about it? It is really dun, good. Dun, 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 text. Love what, jingles. We love our jingles. Angela, what is in our mailbox for we, Arturo to help us answer? We have a good one. We have one from um, H. She's going anonymous. H. She says, I am a woman with low confidence and I'm a 30-year-old virgin. How do I get better confidence and how slash when do I tell a guy I'm dating I'm still a virgin? What do you think guys think about a woman being a virgin at my age? So we have a genuine guy here to tell us. Yeah. You, you know, to, to, to be honest, well, first of all, on, on the confidence part, I, I think it's the same uh, the same situation for uh, – Something applies uh, for lots of situations, which is when you want something too badly, Yeah, it's very hard to get it, mm-hmm. right? And it's like when you walk into an audition and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> this fucking comes through. Like my life is, oh my God. You just have to like have an air about you where you could take it or leave it. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's when you walk into a place and you're like, this is the best. I, this literally, this is as good as it gets. Like, because I can't be another person that I'm not. So right. you can take it or you can leave it. But at the end of the day, I'm still going to be my awesome version of myself, right? Mm-hmm. And then for as far for the virgin part, I don't think you know. I think it really depends on the guy what they think of a, a virgin. My automatic assumption is, oh, it has to do with a, something religious, or right. it has to do with something, you know. Yeah, yeah which that in itself say. scares me. Like the religious part scares me a little bit. Yeah, uh, more than anything else. But like, if it's a genuine, but it's also something you respect, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, to I, when do you tell the guy? I don't know when he's ready to like sleep with you and you're not ready and you should probably tell them listen yeah she also doesn't say if she wants to stay a virgin or if she's like ready oh that's interesting she just hasn't found somebody because it's true like there is like that the stereotype of virgins being clingers so like it's scary i can see why a guy would yeah a guy would be scared you don't want the responsibility sometimes you know what i mean because like you know Mm -hmm. because when you're the guy for the rest of her life that's in That's, her head, who she lost her virginity to. I mean, you guys will all remember the guy. Yeah, right? he Everybody was the, he was a dummy, and then he called <laughs> me six years later to apologize for how bad he treated yeah, me. Yeah, you had a unique experience. It was so dumb. You've talked about it on this podcast before. Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. I'll just I'll tell for if you guys haven't listened to that episode. Yeah. He I was a sophomore in high school. He was a senior. He was like the prom king, like on football. Like he was like the cool kid. So we started hooking up. And I don't know, I guess maybe I should have waited till we were like, he was like so into me that I just kind of assumed we were together and and we were, but then just out of nowhere, he got over it and just like, which is what happens in high school. Yeah. Just stop, stop talking to me. I wrote a poem about how he broke my heart, handed it to him outside of his algebra class, ran away, uh, cried for a long time. Didn't talk to him again for years, years. Uh, like five, six years later, I get like a call from a number I don't recognize on my phone. Hi, this is Dylan. That's his name. Uh, What's the social security number? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, this is Dylan. I just, I want to apologize for what I did. Uh, like for how I treated you. I don't remember exactly what else the apology said because I was just so confused and 
Did it help? What though? Is did happening? it like? Did it feel nice? I was so shocked. To? It came at such a weird time because I hadn't thought about him in so long. You know, I was like, "What?" The first thing I thought was like, "Is he going through some like AA shit?" Probably, Which, right? That, that's cool. Like, if he is, like, good. I guess that's like, what they have them do. They like apologize. I, I guess looking back, I like feel good that I was apologized to. So I guess it worked. Like, so I the feel poem worked. The poem, yeah. the poem worked. Do you remember it worked, what the like, poem six, said? It worked like six years it later. It was a slow release poem. Yes. I know. I bet I with saw the haiku. I'm sure. I did no. It was like I always did like A B rhymes. <laughs> like, How old were you? Uh, I was a sophomore. I, oh oh, in uh, okay, so in high school, what you're like 18 when you graduate, like 16, so, 15. Yeah, I was 15. All right, cool. I was really young. So it was like roses are red. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. You, da- I wrote a lot of poems. <laughs> I was like a poem freak. A poetry. So, I, I like submitted poems and like won little poetry awards for like my shit. A B rhyming poems. Oh, uh, that's cool, man. I would like to hear. I, I no, you don't want to hear them. They were really bad. <laughs> I love that. Like you, when you're in high school, you like write these really meaningful notes that you think that it will change everything. Oh, yeah. You really do believe. You're like, once they yes. read this, this part and this part, they really get it. And it's like nobody does really. The like, guy, but they do yeah. eventually. The guy that was supposed to take me to prom and then didn't. I wrote him like a three-page typed letter wow i'll never know if he ever read it but it feels sometimes it feels good to just write out your feelings I'm, even if nobody reads i'm it. glad that they were all letters because if they're emails i could like go back and look and yes. cringe at what i wrote i'm glad that like a lot of these like gushy embarrassing poems and like letters i wrote people i'll never be able to read again they have them they might hopefully they threw them away <laughs> hopefully well, they're in a dumpster somewhere <laughs> when i was like 20 this girl like my first kind of like stage crush like Ooh. destroyed my heart like destroyed like she just like totally bounced me and i was like so heartbroken and i wrote an email i wrote this long email and it was so soppy and whatever and like last minute i was like you know what i'm not gonna fucking send this or throw you don't send this there's gonna you know whatever and then about five years later uh she sucked this she's um she searched me out and she was like oh hey how you doing whatever we wind up hooking up and oh, I was like, hey. and I was like, I was like, cool, that's great. But like, I was kind of into other things. You know, mm-hmm. I was just, I didn't really pursue it. And then like a month later, I was like, oh shit. So I went back to my drafts and I saw the long email. And at, at the end of it, I put, don't worry about a kid. And then deleted it and just like moved oh, on. And I was like, oh, I'm really, glad I, wow. I'm really glad I kept it. It was really soppy though. When you're in pain, you write some things that you think are not melodramatic, and then you read them, and you're like, wow, that was really melodramatic. I think, like, every email to, like, a breakup was, like, so melodramatic. We, yeah, we did a game on our podcast where we had to, we were reading quotes from our exes, so I was, like, going back, like, years and years and years to, like, yeah, it was really fun, but we were going back years and years and years to try to find emails and, like, Facebook messages from our exes, and, yeah, that was, like, a very emotional afternoon putting that together for our podcast on the show we read like oh like their crazy stuff but we didn't read our crazy stuff we should do that we should read our crazy stuff on a podcast lots of material okay we'll do that on an upcoming podcast that would be fun um okay how did we help h here um so we're saying go in with confidence yeah no matter what your decision whether you want to lose your virginity or you don't i don't think you need to like put it in your online dating profile that you're a virgin and like it's not can, their business until it is. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It's your business. It's right. like and also like I don't know, it's so weird. Like Virginia, it's like what's just like the penetration part. You could do so many yeah, other things that are basically You don't sex. wake up the next morning like a different person. Yeah. 
just yeah it's like no yeah. no i'm yeah. not trying to say it's not probably a big in deal in our 30s but... it's probably like really refreshing for like some you know right. if it, if it's a guy you have chemistry with like it, like and he just gets freaked out because you're a virgin then it's probably not the right exactly. guy it really it sounds so cheesy and so like oversaid but it really is like you can't beg somebody to be like you can't come into a relationship in different terms so if he if you reveal this about yourself and he's like freaked out about him then he can go fuck himself. Exactly. Yeah. Can I pose an interesting question actually to you guys before we move on? Yeah. Do you think she should not tell somebody if she wants to have sex and then like no, not that's tell fucked them? up. I'm always interested in people's answers to this question. Tell uh, you should tell him, but uh, like wait I until you you're about to wait till you're Although like by, by thirty. You've probably like broken your hymen. Maybe not. What on a bike? Yeah, or like I don't know. She maybe she's riding. ridden a horse in her three yeah. years. But that, so that part doesn't even necessarily matter. And it doesn't always happen. No, and it but that's like what freaks people out. I was like a late in life virgin, so like I'm connected to H, our friend H. Okay, I just think tell him like after you guys have kind of cemented some kind of emotional thing, and then he can know it's nobody's business. Yeah, like just like Arturo said. Right. Yeah, and you say, you tell him Arturo said so. Yeah, and if he has a problem, you can watch my military film and see what's coming for. <laughs> yeah, he'll kick your butt. Kick your butt uh, if you guys want your listener questions answered, or if you have funny texts or messages mm-hmm. on from some app or guys that you want to share, email us at contact at this is why you're single show dot com. You can also find out our contact info on our website, this is why you're single show dot com. Now, before we move into our reason of the week, first, Angela, let's thank a few of our sponsors. All right. This podcast episode is sponsored by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. How That's, much do we love Squarespace? We love Squarespace. We have our own Squarespace website. If you've ever seen it, it's absolutely beautiful. Thanks. Stunning. In fact, Laura Laura works on it for us. I do, but Angelo, she is the master orchestrator of <laughs> our newsletter. That's right, which you can sign up for on our Squarespace website. Yeah, they made it look really professional and cool. Like, hey, sign up for our newsletter. I mean, we both have input on everything. Like, I'll kind of design our website, and then I'll be like, hey, Angela, what do you want me to move around? And, right. And it's really easy to do. And, you know, yeah, and I'm like, Laura, what do you think of this GIF? Yes, Gif. exactly. We also have our store that was really fun for us to put together. Again, a good partnership. Angela mm-hmm. helped design the shirts, and I added them to our cool Squarespace store. People have been loving the store. Yeah, we got some tank tops for the summertime. Yeah. Perfect for the beach. They say things like um, Big Spoon and, and Little Spoon. Yeah, they're great. We also have one that says Sexy with musical notes. Sexy. Hey, I'm on top of my sound cues yeah, over very here. very good. Um, that's our catchphrase, and you can wear it on your shirt. So other cool stuff about Squarespace, it's easy, which we love. Creating your website with Squarespace is simple, intuitive. You can add and arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse. They also have great customer support. If you should get confused, Squarespace offers 24-7 customer support. Oh, I hit that up. I Oh, yeah. You have like a close personal relationship with their with, team. I think everyone that works there, it's just Laura again being like, how do I do this? And then they tell me, I'm like, oh, yeah, it was really easy. But, but usually it's very intuitive and if i want to change anything or you want to change anything it's it's easy for me to do they're always online it's great yeah we are big squarespace fans and you guys can start your free trial today at squarespace.com just enter the offer code single and you're going to get 10 percent off your first purchase that's offer code single for that 10 percent off 
This episode is also brought to you by Tracker. Smart cars, smartphones, smart homes, technology. It's made everything smart. But losing your stuff still makes smart people feel really dumb. Yeah, you recently lost something pretty important i did so angela and i were in los angeles together we are pitching our book i don't know if we've even told you guys this Mm -hmm. but we're pitching it as a show so we had some some meetings with some Mm -hmm. cool people no big deal no big deal it was really fun mm -hmm. i mean nothing's happened yet but we're we're trying uh (laughs) but in the meantime laura found time to destroy her father's whole life while she was home (laughs) so my dad let me borrow his car because you know i'm like a 16 year old basically borrowing my dad's car while i was back home in uh, los angeles and first thing angela and i we like valeted at a coffee shop because there's no parking that was the only thing you could do i get the car back from ballet and the radio it doesn't work okay that has nothing to do with losing anything uh but anyways (laughs) then i i somehow when i got home i lost the keys to my dad's car couldn't find it anywhere was freaking out had to drive up to los angeles for this meeting with angela and didn't want to be late but couldn't find the car keys my mom had to like thank god she was home had to like open the safe and get him out never found the car key the original car keys that happened to have my dad's only key to his office on it not well yeah that was special he still was when i got back to new york was like did you find my key in your suitcase and And you did not i didn't you have no idea where those keys I, are. I, I told my dad, I was like, I maybe I threw it away. He looked through the trash through like kitty no. litter and stuff. Yeah. I'm um, like, I don't know, dad. It's like in a black hole. It, I was like, it's just gone. We're <laughs> never going to see it again. But things don't have to be that way, Laura. They don't because this is why it couldn't have been better that we got the sponsor this week. <laughs> it's like perfect timing. <laughs> just two weeks too late. If only I had tracker my life my dad's (laughs) life would have been so much better so what is tracker you guys tracker is a coin-sized device that locates things like your misplaced keys your misplaced wallet bags computers anything in seconds your dad's office super handy car um (laughs) just a just pair tracker to your smartphone then you attach it to anything and you will find its precise location with the tap of a button it's that easy if only Laura had had it. And then if you lose your phone, press the button on tracker and your phone rings even when it's on silent. That's like almost the best part. With over 1.5 million devices, tracker has the largest crowd GPS network in the world. So your lost items show up on a map, even if it's miles away, you will never lose anything again on tracker. Do you want to know what's so crazy? After I lost my dad's stuff, I said, dad, you know, there's like tracker things that you can buy. This is before I right. even had this sponsor. And he looks at me, and goes, he goes, I don't need that because I don't lose anything i'm like oh come on everybody but everybody does everybody does uh listeners of the show get a special discount because we like to hook it up Mm -hmm. 30 percent off your entire order go to the spelled t-h-e tracker.com so t-h-e-t-r-a-c-k-e-r.com enter the promo code single for that 30 percent off go to tracker.com right now enter that promo code you're going to get hooked up Again, thetracker.com, promo code SINGLE. And we're going to hook it up and you'll never lose anything ever again. Now let's get back to the show. Let's get back to that show. Now it is time for our reason of the week. You guys, this week's reason is you're too nice. That can happen. Yeah, you're a pushover. 
It's basically like the kind of thing where you're on a date with some shitty douchebag who, I don't know, maybe he's making misogynistic comments. Maybe mm-hmm. he's just being a dick to the waiter. You don't know. And you feel bad. You think you got to stick it out. You don't want to hurt this guy's feelings or girl. There, it could be like right. a girl. that a crappy girl. It could be a crappy girl. You think she's just there for like a free meal and she's just, <laughs> she's just like asking you how many numbers are in your bank account i don't know but whatever the case is you're on a date with some shitty person and you're too nice to leave you know what like you've got better things to do go home and read a book go binge watch something go watch broad city go binge watch broad city before yeah Yeah, i think i i find this so much where you're you're stuck with somebody that you don't want to be talking to and you don't want to be a dick and leave but they're being a dick and what's even worse is when you're too mean to like, or too nice to, to tell them you're not into it. And then you go on a second date because you're like, Ooh. well, well, then you're like a real pushover. Well, well you don't go on a second. Like if you're like, if you're stuck on a date, that's like one an, thing. If they're an overt dick, but if you're like, I'm not really into this, but maybe I'll give him another try. Like everybody that is, but that whatever. I agree with. I feel like if you're yeah. like, not sure about not somebody sure about and time. you, and you're like, okay, maybe they could grow on me. Like, I think some relationships develop that way. But I do. I disagree people, with you. I think people that are too nice find themselves in that position more often than others. Sure. But I, I also find that people have too high of expectations and they like expect like everybody to meet all of their needs and be absolutely perfect. I mean, there's one thing where if you're forcing some kind of chemistry that's just not there, but I think like, mm-hmm. I think sometimes you should give people another chance. Right. Well, those people have the opposite problem. Those people cut people off after. Oh, one day, yes, yes, usually. yes. I felt that like that happened more when I was younger. Like when 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 I was like younger, it's like oh my god, I need to be liked by everybody. Right. Like, no yes. matter what I do, like I shouldn't offend anybody. I, I shouldn't like, you know, burn any bridges or whatever. And like the older I get, like the more I'm like, I really don't. I don't enjoy being with unpleasant people. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I I've just learned to just cut them off very quickly. Especially, you know, I came up with a lot of. Uh, with a lot of actors when we were all kind of doing the, the indie theater scene and all that. And there were a couple of people I used to hang out with all the time, but that had such negative energy towards other actors, towards, you know, people in general. And then one day I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, I, like, <laughs> I was like, he's the, they're not my friends. They're my friend of me. And like, right. I don't need that. You know? I find that so much. Like you get a message from a friend and I just get this feeling like, Oh, I don't want to hang out with that person. Yeah. But they're like my friend. I'm like, wait, but then why am I friends? If I, if when they message me to hang out, I'm like, I get this thing in a pit of my the, stomach. I get this like, pit in my oh, stomach, fuck. like, oh, I don't really want to, or like, oh, why are they calling? And but I don't, then I haven't like, thought about this enough. It's like the Marie Kondo book, the like art of tidying up, where you're like hold an object yes. in your hand and you're supposed to say, does this object bring me joy? And if not, like get rid of that dress or get rid of that pillow. If like, get rid of like, that friend. Yeah, yeah it's like so bad, hold, bad association. Your friends, but in your hand uh-huh. and, be like, and does ask this yourself that question. Bring me joy. Does this person bring me joy? Yeah. And yeah. if not, like don't hang out with them. There's so many cool people out in the world that like you could be spending time with or so many cool things that you could be doing. The wasting your, cause like I really do believe that you take a little bit of everybody's energy, you know, yes. and like mm-hmm. you're a reflection of the people around you. So if all that's like reflecting back at you is negative energy, man, like eventually you're going to be tired and like just your confidence going to decay. And I, I just don't, Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. They don't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And you I ain't got time for that. You don't have to be a dick about it when you like get no. that person out of your life. If you're a nice person, you're concerned about like being mean, you can be Just, nice. It really is true. You reflect them. the people around you. Like you I, have, I have friends yeah. that are like super like earthy, like laid back, <laughs> chill people. And then all they do is hang out with these like crazy club 
people and girls and and I just find them like having different values and that like they're different when I hang out with them I'm like sure. that's not who you are you are reflecting the people that are around you that, and, and it's also like it's also funny with those types of friends that you at least at least they're reliable in the sense that if, if I'm ever like well, I kind of want to do a club tonight. I know that they will be at That's like, true. That's like, true. It can be the same at 25 than it was at 35. I'm like, oh, you're probably still in the club. I'm like, what club do I go to? Like, dude, bro, let me hit you up a lot. But, you know. Yeah, keep them around just on the fringe. Just on the, yeah, mm-hmm. on the contact list. But for dating, uh, don't hang out with douchebags. And yeah. that brings us to our reason of the week breakdown. <laughs> That's the most regal thing I've ever it's heard in my life. Very That's dramatic. The best one. I actually sure. in our in our rundown it says play dramatic sound transition. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call our trumpet. Uh, we are playing a game, Arturo, called So Long, So, so nice. nice. We have a list of excuses to leave a date in this little fishbowl for you. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna tell you a shitty situation. And Arturo, you are going to pull out any one of these random excuses from the bowl to get the hell out of this date, and you're gonna read it. Okay, you ready to play the game? You can really sell it, I'm sure. All right. uh, So first, Laura, first scenario. Okay. All right. I'll kick it off. Okay. You notice that the girl you're on a date with put her Moscow mule glass in her backpack at the bar. And when you call her out for stealing, she says she deserves it because the man has enough cups, even though you're in a local dive bar struggling to get by. (laughs) How are you going to get out of this date? Oh my god! <clears throat> All right, cool. <clears throat> so wait, she's Swedish. Did I get that? Uh, no, what she's just like you know, like Moscow. Everybody likes those uh, like Moscow cool Mules. Moscow Mule right. copper cups. Oh yeah, so she's great. she's mm-hmm. she's okay. just taking one from. She's jacking it. She drank thief. the drink and she's jacking a cup from a dive bar. All right, cool. So, Megan, that's <laughs> all. Hey, Megan. Um, listen, I, I feel you though, totally. They're super dope copper cups. The problem is, um, there's this girl I really like who I'm going on a date with like tonight and I forgot it was tonight and she really hates Moscow mules. So the thing is if I stick around any longer, she's going to smell it on me and then I'm going to really ruin my chances with her. So au revoir. Thank you. Namaste. And then I- <laughs> is that the right sound cue? No, that wasn't. Like- I like that. I, I wanted to do like a goodbye sound. Cue. I was doing, I was, I, that's Megan being like, I clicked, as he walks away. It's like, damn, I clicked a whistle. Love sound cue cause I, was, go. I was trying to do like a whistle. Like, so long farewell that wasn't the right wow it says um that was great that was a great all right mistakenly scheduled another day back to back i like it i like it okay what's another shitty scenario for arturo to get his way out of all right next next scenario she says she's not voting because she's too busy that day but she does like trump's immigration policy how are you gonna escape i would like to audit you at this very moment I, I see it in your light, in the eyes of your light, that you have a past <laughs> life with me. Um, you see, tonight I'm performing uh, a light ritual for our Lord Sanu in the Church of Scientology. Therefore, I would like to invite you to come with me. Look me in the eye. No, 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 no. More eye contact. I want you to know. I want you to know. I can save you. I can save you, just not tonight. Good night. That is a good night. <laughs> great way to clear a room. That was great. <laughs> Unless you're in LA and they're like, oh my God, me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't use that excuse if you're in LA. That was so good. Um, okay, here's another scenario for you. You're so good at these. By the way, we only have like these suggestions and this like, fishbowl prompts. prompts, and like Arturo's taking them to a whole new level. <laughs> um, all right. 
She tells you that waiters deserve a 7% tip tops because all they do is carry shit around and read. And even her five-year-old nephew can do that. I'm going to be straight up honest with you. Uh, the, way, <laughs> the way that you talk right now and the way that your mouth is moving is uh, producing something close to a kick in the, how do you say, testiculus. <laughs> testiculus, like uh, testicles, yes. And unfortunately, tonight uh, I have a very important place because Jimmy Choo is having a sale online. <laughs> and if I don't get there within the next 30 minutes, you do not know how people in New Jersey just got to have those over. <laughs> so thank you. I will leave the tip, but you will leave alone. <laughs> That was classy. That was classy. That was good. Wow. That was good. Oh, no. I'm not going to leave the tip. I'm just telling her I am. Oh, okay. I, I want to seem classy because okay. I'm going to go. Yeah. You're going to go. Okay. You've got a Jimmy Choo sale. I've got to go spend my money in the Jimmy Choo sale. I think sale. we wrote that one for a girl, but, um, but it, it still works. If you Whatever. sell it I don't like it, that. I don't know if Jimmy Choo makes even men's shoes, but... Um, <laughs> hey, what if I like wearing women's shoes? Maybe you do. Yeah, Okay, what's our next bad scenario for okay. a tarot to get out of? You're on the date and you Google the girl while she's in the bathroom and you find a post where she says that she goes on a new date every night for a free meal. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Stop. He's crying. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, He's crying. I don't. Could you just pass me a tissue? Thank you so much. So Armando died tonight. My friend just no 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 Armando is the fern the fern that we have in my roommate and we just had him for over three weeks and then he just become attached I used to talk to him I gotta go there's a funeral plan we're gonna be playing some air supply we're all gonna have some your guys I'm so sorry I'm sorry I'm gone, I'm gone. Uh, that was a very special fern it was because I have a fern called Armando it's not a fern but my girlfriend's into buying plants for the apartment and one is called Armando I like to keep it culturally appropriate you say. I, like it. I like I like I have a fern I. I have is it, it named? No, but I, I feel like a deep connection with that if fern. If that fern like died, you'd be like, oh shit, I have to leave. I yeah. yeah, when I was um in LA for a week, Nick was in charge of watering it, and then I came back and there was like some brown leaves, and I like And heard, that was all you heard our breakup. baby. I was, was like a, I was like not cool. I was like, when's the last time you when's the last time you watered it? He's like, Oh, look me in the eye. You were gonna say ball. fed it. I yeah, love that you it. were gonna say when's, when's the last time you fed it. When's the last time you fed my fern? I I was like I was weirdly very emotional about it. Okay. Um, next bad scenario. Uh, You're so good at these. Okay. We've got two more for you. She brags about how she's not a feminist because she totally likes cooking. When you explain to her that that's not what feminism is. She says you're being anti-feminist explaining feminism to a woman. Sorry. Yeah, that, that was totally my bad. I was totally out of line. Have I ever told you that my father used to be a cab driver? Well, the thing is, I I tapped on my phone. Technology is not my friend. I tapped on my phone and accidentally ordered an Uber. And so if I don't get on this Uber right now, it's almost as if I would be insulting my dad. You understand <laughs> that there's like this family. My family honor is at stake. So I'm going to take this Uber and I'm going to go home. And I don't know what's going to happen to you next, but I'm going to text you. I'm going to FaceTime you from home and then call my father. And I hope that you're okay with that. Are you okay with paying this bill? That's great. Because that's feminism. Yeah. Really. <laughs> yeah. Um, don't want to cancel that Uber. Don't. Damn. I got an Uber. Can't who, cancel Who it. makes these up, by the way? These excuses. We, we made us. Us. <laughs> Uh, okay, great. Angela, what's our last? Okay, finally, finally, when she has trouble finding a parking spot before your date, she pulls over on the side of the road, starts breathing really hard, and throws a tantrum about how that's what's wrong with America. 
<laughs> it makes no sense. Sorry, but the first part of it. What is the first part of it? She can't find a parking spot, so she pulls over. Oh, she pulls and over and has a panic a attack. Tantrum. All right, cool, cool, cool. Dude, I am trying to win a scavenger hunt tonight. All right, and right now I need. Well, on my list was actually going out on a date with a psychotic person, <laughs> and so you just knocked that out. And you told, dude, high five. No, 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 no. Just breathing through the paper back, but just uh, up, up top, up top, up top. Snap, dude. Who's winning? Who's winning? Now I got to go back to my fern and play some sriracha. Cool. All right. All right. Yay! Oh, really? Did I win the game? Yeah, you won. That was amazing. We need like a more dramatic um, celebration Mm -hmm. sound cue for Arturo because that was probably the best improvisation I've seen on the show. Yeah, if you guys uh, are too nice to leave a date early, maybe just take an improv class. Yeah, Yeah. Arturo, call me and and pass the phone over (laughs) to Arturo. Nailed that. Um, That was amazing. I have a feeling that you will never have trouble getting away from a situation that you don't want to be in. Mm -hmm. True. I just pretend I I I just pretend I don't speak English. Like all all of a sudden, they'll be like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Okay." Uh, No, 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 no. We, when did you tell me to do Yesterday, that? Yesterday, Laura was trying on a skirt in the middle of a store, not in a dressing room, and we were scared we were going to get yelled at. So I was <laughs> like, just pretend. I didn't want to like, I didn't want to go through the whole like dressing room thing. I was like, I'm just going to try it on right here. And you were going to like go, go full foreign? Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. that's a great idea. But we, I didn't, we wouldn't commit to any language in case they spoke it. So yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> just like this generic, my manager does, does that when she's like trying to uh, imitate an accent. She'll just do this completely generic accent. That, and I'm like, Sam, you just offended every culture at the same time. She's like, that was my point. That's you know? basically what I was going to do. It's like this Polish in Indian. Like, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand this. <laughs> uh, guys, we hope we have cleared up this week's reason. Don't be too nice. Get out of bad situations. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. For more reasons you're single, you can check out our book. It's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Thank you so much to our guest, Arturo Castro. Thank you for having me, guys. We wanted to have you for a long time. Uh, you guys, you have to check out Alternatino on Comedy Central. It is so funny, oh, so good. You, Follow him on Twitter at Arturo Castro85. Any other plugs that we should tell uh, people about? Arturo Castro P is my Instagram. <laughs> I mean, um. If you guys want to just like, like like me on that, but like, yes, I don't. Want, do you guys tweet a lot? Yeah, I, we we really should tweet more. Oh, well. we do. You can follow yeah, us. <laughs> oh, wait. What is your Snapchat also? Arturo Castro. Together. Okay. I am. There can only be one. Oh, my God. Okay. You You're are just like, like Laura. Me. You have three different names. Three different handles. Okay. I'll tell them what mine are because they change all the time uh, as I work to try to find better ones. Okay. Instagram, the Laura Lane. The Laura Lane. Twitter, Laura Lane, one underscore. Mm-hmm. Snapchat, Laura Lane NYC. I hope uh, people. I hope people have a pen and a piece of paper to write right. down Arturo and my yeah, many. We're rewinding this as we speak. Yes. Many and handles. Uh, luckily, I am just at Sparadactyl on everything. I don't really update my Snapchat, but maybe one day I will. So whatever, connect with me. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll post a picture of myself with a cat on my head. For <laughs> all this is why you're single stuff. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. You can like and subscribe to us on iTunes and thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Thank you so much guys. Thank you Arturo. It's such a pleasure. This was so much fun. We will see you next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>